guys, this is Josh Ramsey, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What a debut solo record you just released, man. Like, you took us on this incredible journey of all genres in 18 <sighs> tracks. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what was this like for you, like, that writing process and kind of figuring out what sounds and styles you wanted to create for this album? Um, thanks, man. I, I think, um, really, I just, I just wanted to explore stuff that I hadn't done, uh, in Mariana's trench. And I wanted to make sure that if I did a record on my own, um, uh, that I made choices to make sure that it didn't just sound like I had made a Mariana's trench record without the guys in the band. Um, so that led me to being like, okay, well, I, I, what am I going to do then? And my manager sort of said, so what does that look like? Cause you're the songwriter in Mariana's trench and you're going to do the solo record. So what's going to make it different. And I, and that sort of led me to, well, you know, I write songs for other artists all the time. So I'm, I'm at home sort of exploring in other genres and stuff. So why don't I just try and do as many genres as I can? And also I sort of thought, um, I know that's, I know that's a wacky idea, but I was sort of like, I don't think anyone's done that. I don't, not that I could think of. Uh, and I realized that now I realized that it's also, um, it's, it's quite a risk because, it was a risk for a couple of reasons that I didn't even consider. Uh, one is the, you, I realize now that you run the risk of uh, there's no unified sound to the album. Um, so that could maybe people could find that off putting, but I think the one thing that is unifying is my voice still sounds like my voice. Um, and then I also think if you make a record, that's all about sort of, versatility in songwriting you're also asking the audience to have a lot of versatility in listening uh and and that's a big ask but so far people seem to be uh people seem to be enjoying it which i'm very grateful for i've always been a fan of mariana's trench and i've always known that you are an incredible singer and a songwriter as well thanks but man. i feel like this record allowed you to showcase more dynamics more ranges than you've ever done before um, how did you step out of your comfort zone to do these kinds of vocals? And did you find it challenging at the same time? Um, yeah, I mean, I think stepping out of your comfort zone is for, for any, for any artist, stepping out of your comfort zone is, uh, is it can be scary, but really it's a, it's very liberating because you're like, okay, I've never done this before. Let's learn something new. And, uh, that's a really great, like from a songwriting perspective, that's a, a killer writing exercise, um, rather than just repeating yourself, doing the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, you're having to learn new tricks and, uh, that's something I've always, um, I've always appreciated when I write songs, um, with other artists or for other artists, um, in those scenarios, you're not writing a song for yourself. So, you know, you might have to, you, you might have to do a deep dive into the genre that that artist works in to like, be like, okay, so how do I write a song that feels like this? So really doing this album kind of felt like that a lot. Um, and it also reminded me of, uh, it also reminded me of being a teenager because when I was a teenager, I didn't have a band yet. Um, but I did have access to a recording studio at our house. So I would just make music and play all the instruments myself all the time. So it kind of took me back to being a kid. Um, I think vocally, mostly um, that wasn't necessarily a huge challenge for me, except for, I mean, I always want to push myself. So it was a challenge that way because I always want to do better vocals than I did on the previous album. Um, and um, the, the, funnily enough, the one that was actually the biggest challenge on this one isn't vocally speaking difficult, but um, doing the country song with Dallas, um, it was more about, um, it's not about uh, like licks and runs and, you know, singing fast or, or big. That one was really about tone and uh, getting my voice to feel like it sounded like a country singer and not like me. Because when I first started singing, not like how I normally sing, 
because uh, when I first laid down the verse, I sang it how I normally would sing things like that. And it just didn't fit. It didn't fit the song. It, it took the song away from the country vibe and took it into the pop vibe. And I really didn't want that. So I, I went back to the drawing board quite a few times on that verse. Um, so that that is actually probably the thing that I took the longest on in terms of the vocals, even though it's not particularly difficult at all. That's a good point. I mean, the tone makes a big difference. It's going to be just another pop song or an actual country record. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, um, you, 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 at first, then I went too far the other way, you know, like first, then it, <laughs> uh, it sounded like a caricature uh, or like an SNL skit or something. And I didn't want that mm. either. Um, so then I kind of took it too far and then figured out where I could dial it back to, uh, to get it to a place that still felt, still felt authentic and still felt real and didn't feel like I was imitating someone. Um, but, uh, but getting my voice to that place. You recorded all the instrumentation for this album as well. I did, except for the orchestra, uh, like orchestral elements. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about like kind of bringing these these instruments together, uh, kind of playing them for for the recording process. And then also at the same time, like your decision for bringing this kind of orchestra, big band kind of vibe as well. Yeah, um, I I mean, it started it started one place and it went another place, which I mean, which is very organic for me. And, and, uh, and I, I like where it went, but. It started, you know, the first one of the first songs I wrote was the was uh, Lady Mine, the song that I did with Chad. And I, I set out to write that song specifically. I was like, I'm going to write an, like I was sometimes I picture other artists. Right. And I was like, what would I do if I got asked to write a song for Lenny Kravitz? What would I do for that? Um, so I sort of I was like, well, Lenny has like, yeah, I know Lenny's like main time in, in the industry was in the 90s, but he was definitely a 70s throwback guy um, and still is to this day. Uh, and I love Lenny. And so I, I sort of wrote this, uh, this rock tune that centered around having a horn section. I really wanted to have a horn section. And then from there, I guess I just kind of got inspired by writing horn parts and stuff. And then, and then sort of that led me to be like, you know, I think I want to do a big band swing song. I've never done that. That might be fun. And that has more horns in it. And then eventually I was like, you know, uh, then when it got to, I wanted to write a song for my dad and um, to remember him. And for my mom as well, um, there's a song for each of them. And those songs have a lot more orchestral elements. So um, especially the one for my dad is a full symphony orchestra that was the most time consuming thing to record ever because we had to do it during the we could only do like five or six people at a time. So we had, it took a long, long time to get that song done. And then after that, then I basically was like, OK, so that's the last song on the album. Nothing can follow that. That has to be the that has to be the end. So. Then working backwards from there, I was like, if it all of a sudden, I know I switch gears a lot on this record, but I feel like if it all of a sudden out of nowhere goes to a full symphony orchestra, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird for the audience. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to write like three smaller orchestral pieces that can serve as transitions between songs and serve as an act break on the album. And that way, having just a little bit of that orchestral stuff in there um it doesn't ever take over on the album but by the time it gets to that last song where it's the symphony you're not you're, you're it doesn't come out as weird you're like oh yeah i'm used to the sound by now you like did research to create this record like i feel yeah, like that's yeah. what it was it was like you yeah. had a whole venn diagram going on before you actually got into the studio yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so as far as the writing process goes um you know what was different this time around with your with your writing did these instruments did these sounds kind of change the way that you were writing the lyrics uh i that's a good question i i do i always i almost always write the lyrics last but i love i 
ideally I like to have a song title first because that can shape a lot of things. But a lot of times if I'm writing, like I'll have a melody, I'll have all the melody first and then I'll sort of picture what chords would work with that. And I'll kind of do that all internally. And then once I feel like that is all stuck in my head for a few days, if it doesn't get stuck in my head, then I feel like it wasn't very good. And if it does get stuck in my head, then I think maybe it could get stuck in someone else's head. And, uh, and so from then, from there, then I'll start to, to record it. Um, and then usually I start to write the lyrics once all of the music is recorded and I can sit there and listen to it and be like, okay, what's the vibe? What is this song about? Um, and then I'll kind of go from there. So really that aspect of it, that's the same as, as I do it in Mariana's Trench as well. Um, the only thing here was that I was also being like, okay, so what kind of song are we going to approach here? And I had to make very clear choices about that right at, right at the beginning. <laughs> Where would you feel like you felt challenged during this process? Like, was there a particular song that was giving you the hardest time? Um, that the the symphony orchestra song for my dad was the most time consuming uh, to write mm -hmm. it. It took me a few weeks to get to write all the arrangement. And I wrote it all using um, like fake, like sample libraries, like synthesizers, basically. Um, and then translating that to getting real humans to play it and then editing it all together and then mixing it. Oh, my God. And this is really funny. So <clears throat> we did that song at uh, Brian Adams Studio, the warehouse in Vancouver, one of the nicest studios in the world. And so, like I said, it was super time consuming recording all this symphony. It was like recording just the first violins and then only the second violins and then only the flutes. And then you slowly build the thing. Um, so to mix it, uh, Dave Ogilvie and I were, were working on the mix for like a week and a half because there's a lot going on in that song. And um, I knew the uh, like I knew the arrangement inside and out at that point. So I was very particular being like, OK, this part here, I want to hear the cellos just up a little bit. Okay, over here, uh, I'm missing the French horn. Let's get that up a bit and doing all this automation of the volume. So we've been working on this song forever, right? And then at the end, we're, we're congratulating ourselves. We're ready to open some wine. Like it's such a big mix we're, and we're so happy with it. And then Brian Adams comes in and he wants to hear what we've been working on. Um, so we're like, yeah, sure, man. And uh, we show him the song. He was very, very nice about it. And then he's like, can I give you guys some feedback? And I was like, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, please. And he goes, okay, now when you mix it, and I was like, when we mix it? Oh my God, dude. <laughs> and his comment actually was, it was basically just the vocals aren't loud enough. I can't understand the words. And he was totally right. And it's because I, I had been, I had been so wrapped up in wanting to hear all of the different instrumentation everywhere that I hadn't paid attention to the main thing is what are the lyrics? Can I always understand? the lyrics so thank god brian walked in then and uh i mean obviously if brian adams wants to give you feedback you take brian adams feedback um but uh but yeah actually it turned out to be great that he came in there because the vocal was too quiet <laughs> <laughs> how do you pull this off like how are you able to be that one-man show when you're creating such an incredible like such an insane album oh thanks man i don't know um it's just time consuming but other than that it's i mean i don't know it, to me um I know, I know a lot of artists work with um, outside producers and I did at the beginning of my career because I wasn't ready yet. Um, and then on the, on the second Mariana's Trench album, we worked with, uh, we, we changed it up and we worked with like a couple producers for this song, a couple producers for this song, producers for a couple of these songs. And I think there were four, four different producers on that album who each did like two or three songs. And then um, at that point I said, um, could I, like, I was already producing for other people at that point. So I was like, could I, would it be okay? I'd ask the band and the label, like, could I produce a couple of songs in the album as well? But I don't want to do the singles because I don't want the pressure yet, but I'll do the artsy album tracks. Could I do that? And that was sort of the beginning of me taking over 
producing the band. And then after that, then I did like, once we got to ever after, then I just produced it myself. And now to me, I think that, um, songwriting and producing are just two sides of the same job to me. Now it's one in the same, like, yeah, the songwriting part is the coming up with it and coming up with the notes and the lyrics and all that and the chords. And, and then the producing it is okay. Now how do we present it in its best light and make it the best it can be? So to me, it totally makes sense that the songwriter is the producer. And, and almost now looking back, I'm always, I'm almost like, how does someone not do that? Like, I, 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 that's the way I think about it now. But you don't find yourself, aside from this situation with Brian Adams, you don't find yourself <laughs> going through that motion sometimes where it's like you're too focused on one thing that you kind of like oversee something else? Um, so that's a good question. Um, and I do still have outside feedback. I definitely take outside feedback. Um, mm. Like when I finish a song, um, it, even it's, it'll just be a rough mix. Like we haven't gone to the mixing session yet, but, but when I've got the song done, I will send it to, pe to people who I trust to get feedback. And one thing I learned a long time ago is, yeah, send it to a couple of people who are musicians and in the industry, but also send it to a couple of people who are not musicians whatsoever. Cause you want to just hear uh, an average person's feedback as opposed to someone that understands a whole bunch of music intricacy stuff. Cause that the musician's going to like the weird fancy stuff and a regular person might not, it might be like, ah, that's too weird. Um, so it's important to get feedback from whomever. Um, and then also, then once I get to mixing, so at that point, I've, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty inside the songs at that point. I've heard them so much. I've worked on them so much. Uh, and I'm like very obsessive about work. So I, I'll, I really will know everything inside and out by the time we get to mix. Then um, it's not just me mixing it by myself. I mixed with um, Dave Rave Ogilvie and Zach Blackstone and the three of us uh, get to work together. And that, that's super valuable to me because um, A, those guys both have an ear. B, in a fresh perspective after I've been inside thing for me, like this album, dude, I was working on it for like, you know, 10 months to a year before we got to mixing it. And then all of a sudden you hear someone's fresh perspective that is just hearing it all for the first time. And that is super invaluable because you're right. Cause it, you can get yourself into a situation where you can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now it's, it's cool because I mean, as I keep mentioning, you're already doing so much with this record and then you bring, this like big list of collaborators as well um or features so what was it about these features that you felt were the right fit for for this uh this body of work yeah i um i more just i didn't really think about the whole body of work so much as as just like song by song and and who would be a good fit um uh like when i started working on lady mine i pretty early on i, I was like okay i'm gonna send this to chad and see if he'll do it um and and, and you can get yourself into trouble there too, because I, you start picturing someone's voice and then you start writing for that person's voice and then you send it to that person. And then you're like, Oh my God, what if they say no, now I'm, now I'm already attached to them singing it. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, but thankfully pretty much everybody said yes. Um, uh, and, um, and you know, it's a real honor to sing with so many great singers and like, like, for example, I'd always wanted to sing something with Serena Ryder. Just, I'm such a fan of hers, um, both musically and as a human being, she's amazing. Um, and I just think she's such a good singer. And I, you know, every time I would send a song to someone, I would send a little note being like, you know, Hey, I'm doing this album and I would love it if you'd sing on this song. And here's why, like, I wrote this for you to sing. Um, and I, you know, I sent Serena this note that said, you know, I've always wanted us to sing something together. And she responded being like, I've always wanted us to sing something together. And so that was really fun. I also think I got really lucky because there was.
dude. So everyone, no one's on the road. Everyone's available. You know what I mean? Everyone's, everyone's around. Um, there was only a couple of people who couldn't do it. Um, and it, it wasn't about saying no. It was just about that, that there are artists as well who had their own schedule. Um, and uh, like there's one song called Reckless Heart that um, uh, so I, I know this guy, Martin, um, who had signed uh, Mariana's Trench um, uh, for the Astoria album cycle to Cherry Tree and Interscope in the States. And uh, Martin's other job is he's Sting's manager. And so I've met I've met Sting a couple of times and which is hilarious, dude. He's like completely unaware of his iconic stingness like he's like the most normal humble guy it's great it's like i was actually nervous the first time i met him because i was like i love sting so much i please be nice please be nice and he was like the most charming lovely guy so martin martin heard that i was doing this album that there was a bunch of features on it and martin called me and he was like i want you to write something for me to pitch to sting to to come sing with you and i was like really like do you think sting like obviously that would be uh, insane but like are do you really think he would do it and martin was like yeah i think he would you should write something i was like okay so i dove head over heels and i was like okay what would i do what would i want to hear sting do and i was like the only choice i think is to be like what if the police had a new song in 2022 and i'm gonna write that song so so i wrote the song reckless heart and then i sent it to him and uh and then sting was too busy because he's doing like three albums this year so <laughs> But you know what? I wasn't upset about it at all because um, uh, because I would have never written that song had I not had this weird uh, this weird request. Right. So I still got the song out of it. So so I'm happy with that. Maybe that could be something in the future, like a like a <laughs> extra version or something. Like. Yeah, you never know. You never know. The Sting version. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he is like he's like the most prolific guy. The last time I saw him uh, was right before. The and he was he was acting in a play that he had written a musical called the last ship in Toronto. And we went to see him and check this out. Like at this guy's age, this is unbelievable, dude. So he's acting in the play. He's singing in the play. He wrote the play. And then in between scenes, when he, when it's a scene that he wasn't in, he was downstairs in his dressing room and Martin had a portable recording studio set up for him. And he was recording his newest album at the same time. He would like literally go down, do a couple takes, go back up, do a scene, go back down. Like he's a monster. It's amazing. Sounds like Josh Ramsey though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to be like him when I grow up. You already are. Yeah. You're already at that level. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, this record is incredible. I like, I love how different it is. I love that, you know, coming into it, I didn't know what to expect. And even while I started listening to it, I didn't know what to expect going on to the next tracks. Um, and it's, I love it. I feel like you had the most fun creating this. Oh, um, thanks, man. What, what, I mean, did you have any kind of challenge at all whatsoever with this record? Oh, sure. Yeah, I definitely had challenges. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, it had challenges, but, but also I had a lot of benefits on doing this album this way because on the last Mariana Trench album, um, Phantoms, uh, I'm really proud of that album. Um, but if I'm being honest, it needed about three more songs, in my opinion. But I had such a strong deadline that I just didn't, I, there was no time. It was like, I, I distinctly remember it was Boxing Day and I had to start mixing the album on January 1st. And I still hadn't even written or recorded the opening or closing songs. So like, that's how down to the wire that album was. So it's kind of a miracle that, that we got the album that we did. Um, but, um, but in doing this album, it was like, hey, man, showbiz shut down for two years. You know, like everything shut down for two years. 
So I, I really didn't have any deadline. No one was no one was breathing down my neck saying, where's the album? Where's the album? There was no no one. We hadn't even announced that an album was happening. So no one was expecting anything. Um, so basically, I just locked myself in a room for a year and and just did whatever and just kind of just kind of played. I just felt like being a kid again. And I just sort of sort of just uh, the, the, everything on this album is me just following intuition and instincts and just seeing what happens. Uh, and there's, there's two, there's only two songs that didn't make the cut. Well, congratulations with this record, man. It's once again, Thank another you. masterpiece that you've been a part of. Um, Thank and- you. That's very kind of you. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. So thank you again for taking the time to talk to me, Josh. I look forward to reuniting again soon in person. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully a tour or something along the lines with this record. That would yeah, be a little bit interesting. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah, we are. The, we are doing a tour. Um, they've only, they, we just announced it. Um, it starts in uh, at the beginning of May. We're doing Canada in the beginning of May. And then there's okay. uh, and then more dates into the United States that I haven't uh, announced yet. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you again for reuniting with me. Always a pleasure. Yeah, nice nice to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.